sound here. Yeah? Let's go! Welcome to a world of boom, bap, and pow. Where superheroes rule and fresh rhymes move the crowd. You wanna know how? Stay tuned. Listen close to yeah. the fresh sounds coming okay. out. Your speaker from your host, Young uh, Shell, in the place. Yeah. Giving you a taste what? of superhuman worlds plus the music I create. Okay. To celebrate golden what? age of rap that you like. It's, it's another, another episode, episode of Apes and Mike. Yeah. Yes, one, two, one, two, in the place to be. I am your host with the most. Shell DZ, accompanied by my brother, my little bro, in the background, Craig Lye, what you gotta say? What up, what up, what up? <laughs> you don't Welcome sound to too- another episode. Okay, let's go. Yes, Capes and Mics, we're about to run it down for one more time. I am very excited and very happy to be back because it's been a minute, a very long minute. Yes, it has. Since the last episode. And um, there's many reasons for that, mostly uh, boring real-life stuff that that we don't need to get into. But um, I'm just happy to be back and recording again and doing another episode. How does it go? Another episode Episode. (laughs) of Capes and Mics, Mics, Mics. Yeah. Yeah. So I am your host, as I said off the top, for anyone who is brand new, welcome. Thank you for joining in and tuning in. This is the show where we talk capes and we talk mics, mostly in the form of arts and entertainment that pertain to uh, the metaphorical capes type of stuff. So superheroes, comic comics, um, superhero movies, the type of thing. Um, and yeah. a, a lot more nerd culture too, not just superheroes. So it could be sci-fi, it could be Star Trek, it could be whatever. But capes is our metaphorical, uh, symbolic uh, thing for that. And then we also discuss on mics type of thing, which is our metaphorical, symbolical um thing for music and specifically the hip-hop genre specifically that boom bap era that 90s golden age type of hip-hop that's where we come from right um i'm your host henry young shell and i've been doing music so we speak about those things in arts and entertainment we also speak about it from the perspective as creators as well so we're not just fans but we're also creators um right henry young shell I write music. I write music. I write uh, superhero fiction and published a few books throughout the years, throughout the last decade, um, under the pen name Henry Shell. And I also record hip hop music, mostly '90s classic hip hop. And I've been doing that for the better part of two or three decades. And uh, <laughs> yeah. the most recent project um, has just been released. So we're going to talk about that later in this show. Um, yep. But. I don't want to bore you with all that. Before I tell you guys what's on deck for this for this episode, um, co-host, how, how, how about you introduce yourself to the people? I'm still uh, still leaning back into this role of co-host. Mm-hmm. Um, my name is Craig, one creative Craig. You can say Craig Live. Live. You can say CDH Live. Live. Uh, that is who I am: poet, producer songwriter mc <laughs> yes MC. Uh, just all around all around creative podcast host of my own accord yeah what after, is it? Plug after it, plug following it. in the footsteps plug it man plug it that's my brother shell uh my podcast is called coffee with craig yeah season one has been completed which is kind of like a pre-show season season two is coming uh later this year all right um 
I'm for one. And I'm just glad to be here, man. I'm glad to be here. For real, for real. Um, Capes in my... (laughs) So, what's on deck for this episode? So, usually we have... um, Let me just pull up my agenda here. Usually we have updates on what's going on on with my project. Specifically, I have a project called Hearts and Powers. Um, It's a superhero soap opera. That's what we started focusing on for for about... uh, I don't know, half a year now we've been focused on that. So I'm going to have an update mm-hmm. on that for sure. Um, we're also going to get into some random coolness. Today, we're going to change the format up a bit. Usually we have the random coolness up top, and then we get into what's going on with my capes and mic stuff. But today we're going to focus primarily on this entire episode, at least half the episode, mm. a, a much longer episode of random coolness, where we're going to review the genius documentary a Kanye West documentary uh, supposed to be a part three part trilogy the first part mm-hmm. dropped um about a week and a half ago now something like that um and we we touched it was on like go ahead. I think it was just like this week mm. or yeah maybe a week today yeah um whatever it is is it dropped in the last week mm. sometime and you yeah. were the one that put me onto it on the last episode of Capes and Mike CD, uh, CDH, and we mm. both agreed let's let's do it, let's let's take it in and then do a review. So that's what's on deck for today. That's gonna be the the good most meat, pretty much the mo- the meat of today's episode. But after that, we're we're still going to I'm still gonna give you guys a little update on uh, the Young Shell EP and what's going on with the music side of things inside Capes and Mike. So. Yeah. I hope you guys are ready for it. I hope you guys are um, happy and ba- glad to be back along with to hang out with me and Craig live. Um, yeah. Yeah. So let's get into it. Um, I want to start today. Yes. Well, because a random coolness is going to be that genius review, I'm going to save that. I'm going to switch things around. I'm going to do a quick update on Capes, Capes and Mike's first. What I wanted to do is let you let you guys know what's going on with the Hearts and Powers project. Um, please tell us about Hearts and Powers yes. project. So, um, the last few episodes, I think it's been three episodes, almost three episodes straight. I've been focused on talking about the Mike side of things and the Young Shell project. So I'm jonesing mm-hmm. to talk about Hearts and Powers. <laughs> so yeah. for those who do not know, new to the show, Hearts and Powers is a superhero soap opera that I've been having in development for quite some time um well over two years um but recently since i started this podcast about six months ago um i decided to go full steam ahead but try to bringing it bringing it to light in the world um in in the in the format of an audio drama things kind of went sideways halfway th- halfway through that and um for budgetary reasons we just i decided I was going to have to pivot and focus on putting out the text version of the the project, the manuscript, the book version of the of the of the project. And I think the latest update that I gave you guys a couple episodes back was that um, that manuscript or that version of Hearts and Powers is going to not going to be a standalone project, but has now been. Uh, it's now been officially pivoted into one of a collection of pro- story worlds that are right. going to be include that's going to be included in 
my book project entitled Heromantic. Heromantics, sorry. So Heromantics. Yeah. Gotcha. So yeah. So the last time I told you about this, I showed you old visuals. I just want to take I know the listeners can't see this, but I'm just showing C D H Live, aka Craig Live, Ooh. the updated visuals for it. Um I've made Ooh. a lot of progress since I first made the announcement probably like two months ago. A lot of progress, mm. as you see here, uh, Craig Live. Yeah. I got the Heromantics cover pretty much done here. These are low-res uh, visuals, by the way, because they're just like, um, what do you call it? They're not the, these are not for print visuals. These are just like the low-res, okay. what do you call those things? Proofs. Right. Yeah. But the, in the, trust me, the sharper image looks amazing mm. but yeah so I mean, go ahead it looks pretty clean from what i can see here yeah in terms of like resolution and whatnot okay so yeah i mean i wish the listeners could see and maybe i'll probably try and post it on my um the capes of mike's instagram but the cover is pretty much done um mm. it's basically a collage of of various different characters from the various different um projects or sorry worlds that's inside the book and uh, just to give you a quick rundown as the table of contents goes here, you have Hearts and Powers in there, which is the superhero soap opera. You're going to get a full yeah. episode from beginning to end, um, an introduction to the world of Hearts and Powers with the main characters, Dynamite and Incredigirl, and the, mm-hmm. a really quick little episode that introduces the, the the main, the first villain that they're going to face, and also the, the uh, relationship drama that is taking place <laughs> around... Because right. of course the soap soap opera must have lots of relationship drama. Then you have the super years, which is the I guess what did we call it again? It's basically the um the Wonder Years meets uh superpowers basically. Right. <laughs> Set in the eighties, um another full full episode. Um but this is gonna be in comic book form, so you're gonna see the full script and visuals mm. um panels of the of the comic book inside the book for this episode of the super years just a little taste give people an introduction to the super years um and again mm. it's it's set in the 80s um um and then you have uh the ginger chronicles well sorry that's that's the wrong title but um it's actually called nerd crush <laughs> which okay. is basically um another full story uh this one's a slice of life set in the real world not so much superpowers but it's an a little slice of life um romantic drama mm. that comes straight from my novel operation dream girl it's basically mm. a full episode um that it's kind of a condensed version of the operation dream girl novel um that okay. i put together that is a much more it's almost like the it's almost like the i sent i think i said this before it's almost like the director's cut if you will mm. of the book Got you. <laughs> where i kind of okay. went back and i edited it and made it a lot sharper and a lot um more to the point but also a little i think a little bit more potent in its okay. execution again lots of illustrations um a little um dating adventure if you will and then right. the last one here, we have the Mighty Memoirs, which is a cute little, um, it's kind of like the prequel to the super years. So basically in the super uh-huh. years, the main characters have superpowers. They're in high school, et cetera. Um, the, mm-hmm. name, the main character is Hero Jones. Mighty Memoirs is a prequel to the super years, and it takes place in middle school. And it just it's kind of like a diary uh, version huh. of him discussing how who he was and and how he 
how we be, it's kind of like um you remember um what's that thing called you know howie mandel's cartoon way back in the 90s you remember how yeah Man- yeah uh bobby's bobby world. bobby's yeah. world yes that's yeah. what mighty memoirs is essentially like is the closest okay. closest uh, comparison i can give so it's True. like hero joined hero jones just talking about who he was and how he was from middle mm. school and and how you know it's kind of just it, it, it gets you to get an insight into who he was and how he came to be who he was by the time he hits right. high school and how it's so natural that that things topped off the way they were. Okay. I probably shouldn't say this here, but then again, I probably should. Hero Mantics and this collection of stories, mm-hmm. they are all essentially part of the entire Capes and Mike's universe and they are all connected even though mm-hmm. the way I've discussed them and described them to you here, you, you can't necessarily see that. But when you read mm-hmm. the the book and all the different stories, yeah, there's going to be, I'm going to put it in there, there's going to be a through line that you will be able to know how each story is connected and each world is connected. Mm-hmm. I would okay. just, in general, say as far as from at this stage of the game, without giving it away, that they are all connected. They're all in the same universe. Mm. Hero Jones and his sidekick Nikki, um, who have their adventures in the eighties, they actually live in the same saga city and it's connected to the Hearts and Powers universe. Okay. And 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 the and uh Incredible Girl and what's her name, Dynamite and all that. Of course, Mighty Memoirs, as I said, is a prequel to the superhero. So they're all connected. Um mm. but it's just it's my way, Heromantics, I felt like because Hearts and Powers wasn't going the way it was supposed to go. Um, yeah. I felt like this would have been better way to, to, to release it instead of just releasing the one, you know, the right. one story. Like I said, this is going to be a thick book. It's going to be a, 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 probably a table, table, what do you call it? Coffee table book oh, in terms wow. of the, okay. the length. I, I, right now it stands at about 200 and if I'm not correct, like 288 pages. Oh, wow. Wow. No, sorry. My bad. 240 pages. 245 pages at right now that's serious um it's eight by ten it's not like a little it's not novel size it's eight by ten so it's it's almost like comic book dimensions mm-hmm. um and we discussed it before in other episodes as oh by the way yeah sorry you just you just scrolled past a page that looked like an acrostic <laughs> yes yes exactly in uh the in the uh nerd crush exactly okay ginger girl that's one of the <laughs> There you go. Yeah. So <laughs> I think it's a cool book. We discussed it before. Yo. Like there's so many different formats within the book. It's not just straight prose. Um, as I said, the the super years is comic book script is is, yeah. is presented in literally comic book script form and you see yeah. the actual comic book panels. Then here we're looking, as you were saying, the acrostic poem within the nerd crush um story. Man. Um it's all poems. We're... Sorry, go ahead. Feedback. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just like, we'll have to do this again at some point on video because, yeah. man, the fact that I'm I'm looking at some amazing stuff and the listening audience is only able to imagine, imagine it, right. what I'm looking at. Yeah. <laughs> I would but, be curious to see how you would describe it, though. Like, um, I mean, this, this overall, the work, mm-hmm. um, the... The format of this anthology mm-hmm. and how you're describing the different self-contained stories 
that have a through line to remain in the same universe is so intriguing to me. Mm -hmm. And looking at the visual layout with the comic book strip um, illustrations Mm -hmm. and hearing you talk about it, it just, it gets me very intrigued and very um, eager to actually be able to hold it in my hand Mm. and read it. The Mm -hmm. thing that I am thinking a little bit about when you talk about how all these universes are connected, mm-hmm. I can't help but consider the uh, the parallel with, for example, you know, DC's big hero is Superman, yes. and then you have Batman, right? And then you have some, you know, Green Lantern right. characters. Yeah, Marvel, you know, has Iron Man, Incredible Hulk. Yeah. So I'm wondering, um, in terms of the heroes, Hero Jones, Incredible Girl, yes. Dynamite. Like, who is, to you, your standout hero that you just love to um, build stories around? Or or who do you anticipate that right. the response is going to come? That, that's a be- that's actually a better question <laughs> than anticipation. Uh, to be honest, the, the anticipation in terms of initially, um, mm-hmm. I think is going to be Incredible Girl and Dynamite. Um, that's why I was so focused on Hearts and Powers before I pivoted mm. to doing this anthology or collection whatever you want to call it um i think they will be the standout because they're females they're kick-ass um Mm. they're they have very relatable and intriguing stories um they're not teenagers they're grown women um you Mm. know mid-30s um and er and late 20s um their sisters their 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 entire story is intriguing they're sisters but they're crime fighting you know um partners um there's a there's there's a whole kind of romantic drama and all that and i just i just the entire world that they inhabit is um, is is really intriguing to me and i like and i think they'll resonate that being said there are other characters and other worlds and other people that inhabit the world um Mm -hmm. i will say no one's gonna really hear of him for quite some time but the character soundstorm Mm. who inhabits the same universe as i said from saga city um yeah. and and will cross paths with dynamite and incredible girl at some point um yeah he is a musical superhero if if if, if you can imagine that um yeah. and he is actually my favorite out of all of them um mm. he was probably the first one i created way back in the days um, but yeah. then again, there's also the Power Blast kids, I think, will resonate, who are also part of this universe. What? Um, <laughs> who um, I haven't really talked about. In, I talked about them. Um, I talked about the Power Blast kids sort of um, mm. in another, I think is the first or second episode of season two. Yeah. Um, my origin story of Capes and Mikes, and I talked about how that came to be. But basically, yeah. that's the world of the su- superheroes that are only kids, got superpowers. Yeah. And anyways, yeah. So initially, it's it's Dynamite and Incredible Girl in the Hearts and Powers saga, and and they're the they're the 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 the, the starting point from which all the other characters and all the other worlds can connect. And I think that right. that will be the one that will resonate the most. I- I I have to say, like, um, especially this whole time you're talking, I'm looking at the illustrations of um, Incredible Girl. Girl. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like your 
superpower, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you will, is the writing and storytelling, which is like such an incredible superpower to have as a you know mortal human being. <laughs> yeah, um, because it's like the process of creating stories, especially um, when you build different stories in the same universe and mm-hmm. kind of you know have to thread them together with the laws and rules of the own right. of the world that you've created right to be able to do that and and have the patience and discipline to go through that process mm-hmm. so that now as you're telling me and presenting this to me I'm just like wow this thing is going to have such a long life these mm. characters this world because you know there's a lot of people who write superhero fiction etc yes but from what you're describing to me i i think it's going to be very different and have it's it's such a distinct flavor to it yes um in terms of how you bridge the gap between superhero and and romantic and right. um kid stories and right. music yeah and the way you yeah. put everything together right has me so intrigued and the images even we will save that for another episode but (laughs) the collaborations and and things that you've done for these images Mm -hmm. man it's it's it looks like it's something um that stands on its own merit and without having to be compared to other things obviously it will be yeah but but it feels like this is just an very interesting unique world that i want to be able to step into and experience and and find out more about it right yeah i'm i'm excited about about this (laughs) yeah i'm i'm glad to hear you say that and yeah man like i said i I mean i'm already excited like i said i've been jonesing to talk about it because it's been a minute a good month more than that since i really dove deep on on mm. on the heart side of uh sorry on the the cape side of things so i really appreciate you your feedback in that regard um mm-hmm. and uh, allow me to indulge how much time do we have I, yeah i think i think it reminds me of um it reminds me a lot of marvel and dc in the in the sense that the world and the characters mm-hmm. can be uh, expressed in many different mediums, mm. right? You can express it in a long form novel with no pictures. Yep. You can express it as a comic book. You can yep. express it as a two hour movie. You can yep. express it as a kids cop uh, cartoon. Yeah. You can ex- <laughs> like. There's just so many different ways. Yeah. Yeah. That you can um, that you can get these stories out there. Yeah. And so I'm just looking forward to to the first iteration that the public is going to see of this all together yeah so yeah that's why yeah i need to get on it (laughs) um (laughs) this is almost done as you can see i can't wait it originally was planned to be done and ready for like valentine's what i was aiming for Mm -hmm. um but clearly that hasn't happened but as you can see here i've been showing you this just to show you that at least the progress has been made it's all about the layout the it's not about the writing at this point. As I, mm. when I first made the announcement, said it's it's about creating the actual book, the visual, the the page layout, making it look appealing. Yeah. Um, yeah. As you see here, and you can I can describe to the listeners, you know, 
the original is just on regular white text, oh, sorry, white paper. Um, mm-hmm. But I have to make it interesting. So as you see here, I created a nice textured uh, yeah. looking uh, yeah. pa- paper with a, you know, it, I made it look sort of like a old an old manuscript that, that someone would have found right. in an ancient cave or something like that. Like that, I tried to make it and it's now, color. I'm- yeah, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I have I have to just ask this question before I make the comment. Okay. Um can can I put on my visual Please design do. and Please branding do. hat for a moment? Please do cuz nothing's written in stone yet. Okay. So those those borders that you have yeah. um you have them as gold borders with a slight gradient into like a burnt brown almost. Okay. Um for me, mm-hmm. um, I feel like that that burnt brown mm-hmm. could be uh, more prominent. Okay. Um, and and the ancient um, scroll texture. Yes. I feel like that could be reduced a little bit so it's not as distracting from the words. Okay. As so, in closer to white, transparent. Right, right, right. But it's just it's just a more faint texture. Faint. Right, right, right. Just I see because what you're with all the words there, yeah. it, it's a bit distracting. Okay. Um but I love the fact that it's there. <laughs> right, right, right. Right? As opposed to plain. Um versus and the plain sim- white with yeah, exactly. Right. Similar thing on the like this on is the a plain covers. white. Like this is what it would look like without Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, similar thing on the covers yeah. is that um, the color itself mm-hmm. um, is good, mm-hmm. but the contrast between that and the characters and or the text mm-hmm. is 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 not as clear. Right. So I think that may help with it. Okay. It, with the so prompt, with you, the with the with the making the the brown part of it a little bit more of the border the border but more so the oh, the, um, pa- the paper and behind it yeah yes making it a little bit more faded i got you y- yeah okay. so that way the characters and the text pop yeah. out yeah. more yeah that image in the circle in the middle mm-hmm. um to me that like that that was the thing that really caught my attention to bring me into the world itself really um there's there's one two three four five characters six characters yeah i depicted on the cover yeah and then that image uh looking towards the horizon or whatever yeah um that image there with the characters brings me more into the world so it's like i feel like um in one way or another making it so that it looks like you're looking into, into it more. The, Maybe it's putting like that dark rim around the circle, making it more or something. Prominent. Yeah, so that it's like, you know, you're it, getting it. A, literally you're literally like looking, you're looking into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the whole yeah. point. That was the whole concept. Why I was trying, what I was aiming, aiming at when I did it. So yeah, you're right on yeah. track with that. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I, I absolutely love it, man. I'm very, very, very happy to hear all that feedback, and I'm glad that um, yeah, I'm glad that I went through, I, I, I did this, that I, that I took the time and made the time to, to share it and discuss it on the pod. Even though I apologize again, listeners, you can't see none of this, 
but it's overdue for me to discuss it and talk about it. And I, and even without you guys being able to see the details of what we're discussing, I hope it will at least get you intrigued and to hear more about the progress of this project as it becomes closer and closer to fruition over the next uh, little while. I'm not even going to make announcements as to date, um, but definitely without shadow of a doubt, it has to be ready for Fan Expo in August. So <laughs> that's the that's the absolute worst case scenario, but it'll probably be done way before that. But that's the absolute worst case, worst case scenario. Um, yeah, gonna have to have that physical copy in my hand to be able to promote yeah. and share at Fan Expo in August. So. Man, it looks looks fantastic. I'm I, I'm like I don't know if I'll get to, but I I I see it so clearly that I'm mm-hmm. just like, man, it would be nice to be able to be in a work session with you while you do those final tweaks. Oh, <laughs> I'm down, yo, hundred percent. I'm down. I'd love to, man. It's mm. Done. It's a wrap. Yeah. Consider it done, yo. Next rap, next work session for sure. True. Ah. Yes. And oh, as good. you mentioned one thing about you should or shouldn't be saying this right now mm-hmm. reminds me of this guy that I keep making references to with with regards to you and I, that Kanye mentality. Oh, right. <laughs> there was a there was a sound bite from him uh talking to a reporter mm-hmm. uh in his car and he's like i'm gonna do this next i'm gonna do this next yeah and he's like oh i probably shouldn't say that in an interview yeah 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 yeah. i remember <laughs> that yeah 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 yeah. We were, yeah i know i remember that yeah 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 i remember that yeah we're gonna oh we're gonna get into that let's get yeah it's about time we yeah let's get into it since you brought it up the kanye documentary three-part trilogy yeah, yeah, let's get into that. So I'm a, I'm gonna make this a wrap. We're gonna we're gonna segue. That's all there's we need to discuss on Hero Mantis. Look out for more info coming to coming to you soon. It's called Hero Mantics, Modern Tales of Heroes, Hearts and Powers is the subtitle. And yeah, it'll be coming soon. But talking about whether or not I should be saying it, making it a wrap, speaking of rap, let's talk about genius as we get into the next part of this episode kanye west trilogy for those who don't know this is what it's all about hey kanye how would you uh describe your album i feel like it's a breath of fresh air then we got my man kanye tracks man man hold on well i first put the camera on this album coming producer back in 98 Southtown made it down here, boy. I knew he was destined for greatness. This is Cootie right here. He shot all the footage. The goal was to see how far his dreams would take him. But I had no idea where life would take us next. Let me explain my side of it, though. He gonna be one of the greats. Trust me, the next greats. And what's fucked up? Is that when a nigga become great, people get hate. And you need an angel to watch over you. I am Shakespeare in the flesh. Ain't nobody never broke down. I ain't got the answers, man. You ain't got the answers. It felt like the bigger Kanye got, the farther we grew apart. But there was more to Kanye's story. Than I- yes. Mm-hmm. I'm not playing the whole thing because 
just like the actual documentary you're only in a little piece every week <laughs> but the yeah. first the first episode i don't know if you can call it episode the first part the first movie of the first trilogy part, yeah yeah dropped already and um we both watched it and i'm excited to care what you have to say about it i got a lot of a lot to say about it i didn't make any notes i decided i'm gonna go freestyle on this i'm gonna go hip-hop on it. i'm just gonna freestyle but i have (laughs) lots of thoughts and lots of reaction um um first thing i would say is i was surprised it was actually a full length movie so like when it Mm. said trilogy when you first said it to me i was like if it's three parts they're probably just like you know like three one hour show like you know like yeah like a, it's a tv show really you know what i mean right but right. the first episode or the first part literally is like an hour it's definitely an hour and a half if not a little bit more yeah it's like a yeah. full movie yeah oh man yeah i got so much um so much reflections on this the story the format mm-hmm. and everything is like um the fact that it's it's set out in three acts and yes. they're spreading it out over three weeks. Yes, is um, in some ways part of that title is like genius. <laughs> you know what? Sit <laughs> sit on this first part for yes. a week yes. <laughs> before yeah. I show you the next, next part. part. Yeah, <laughs> but man, it's um, it's really cool that it has a very definitive end point that mm-hmm. that first act. Yeah, and the first act is all about the 90s before he got signed to Rockefeller. Right, right. As an artist. Right. And, uh, man, it, it brought back so many memories of what the state of hip-hop was at the time. Mm. And even just outside of hip-hop, what the world was like before people were online. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, I would say to prefix my first comment is that, Mm. as you know, I'm not a big, huge uh, Kanye fan in general. Like, I don't hate him. I don't dislike him. But I'm not, like, a fanatic about him either by any stretch of the imagination. So I was going into it not expecting anything, really, to be Mm. honest. Like, I wasn't expecting to be impressed moved maybe mildly entertained at best (laughs) was 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 probably my greatest expectation because i really had none um Mm -hmm. as a non fan you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but i would say right off the bat my first impression is that i was beyond pleasantly surprised with the entire documentary Mm -hmm. um I was borderline just like blown away. Like I was shocked at how much I didn't know about his story. Number one, ah, okay, very shocked. And and I want uh, we I want us to go into detail We're about into that. that yeah. yeah, but I was also equally shocked by the fact that as a non fan, that this, his story really took me in and and really grabbed me by the heartstrings and that this mm-hmm. guy that was that is has been larger than life for the most part in my existence in terms of how I know him yeah that he really did have a come up bef- a life before <laughs> before yeah. being Kanye West that was very yeah. very real and humbled yeah. and like 
like you said, um, life before the internet, life before Rockefeller, life the state of hip hop. <laughs> like he really was just like everybody else, grinding it out. Like yeah, that yeah, that's that's one of the beautiful things is is the contrast of it being released now in terms of how he looms so larger than life now. Yes, the contrast of seeing actual documentary footage, footage yeah. of before he in 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 a sense before he even started yes right yeah. and it was filmed At in the intention of this is going to be the documentary but we just didn't get to see it until now and yeah. so it gives us a certain perspective yeah that we wouldn't have had if we watched it at the time yeah a hundred percent it's actually pretty shocking and almost like cosmic to be like, mm -hmm. this is a joke. Like who had the, in? like we're talking like 20 years, over 20 years ago footage that this yeah. person, that who, the guy that did it. So his friend, what is his name? Cootie, 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 yeah. Cootie had the insight mm -hmm. and the wherewithal to be like, yo, I'm going to record this guy from now because yeah. this guy is going to be something. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. not only that, to stick with it during the first phase because mm -hmm. that first phase before he became something was yeah. number was a number of years it wasn't just like the, yeah. guy, the guy had the idea cootie decided <laughs> to start recording him for a documentary yeah. today and then he blew up next month it was right. at least <laughs> two at least two if not three years before things started right. popping off and he had to still consistently yeah keep recording and keep you know sticking to his guns that no man this is yeah. this is footage this needs to yeah. be documented this journey you know what i mean right yeah so so it's kind of fascinating that you you point that out because as we speak i'm in an ongoing conversation with our good friend jermaine cowan okay who uh we started a documentary mm -hmm. um together about his journey, journey. okay um which is still ongoing all right um we, we had a conversation last week about you know whether or not it should be something we put we put out like this year or if you know if we're going for a much longer, longer story, story to, yeah arc or whatever right um but the interesting thing most about it is just mm -hmm. that idea of seeing someone at the very beginning kernel of potential yes and being able to um, to recognize this person is going Destined somewhere. Destined for yes, yeah, 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 and and even the fact that uh, Cootie mm -hmm. was on a very different path, path. like he yes. was going to be a stand-up, yes, and he basically put his own career, his, his own career, on the shelf because he was like no i should capture this guy and not to spoil it i'm i'm sorry for anybody who's in well we should it just we should just say it right now because i'm i'm I, we're going I, with spoilers. we're going with spoilers so you okay. be warned from now <laughs> if, if you haven't watched it yet genius <laughs> a kanye trilogy the yeah. first 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 movie or episode whatever you want to call it has already dropped on netflix it's available it's been available for at least a week um yeah. so yeah, this is going to be uh, not a spoiler-free, but a full spoilers review. Um, <laughs> All right. So you've been warned. So yeah. So at the end of the this first act, when mm -hmm. he talks about, um, you know, 
seeing the signs of his own life, how he was carrying a camera in grade school. And yes. His dad introduced him to filming. And right. It's like he should have known. Yeah. Even though he had all the doubts along the way and people were asking him, like, what are you doing, guy? Like, yeah. <laughs> spending all your time filming this this Kanye dude. Nobody yeah. even nobody even saying his name right right um why you why you doing that yeah and he's like i should have known this this was just part of my road Mm. is 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 capturing this guy's come up right um but yeah so for that reason it's interesting also that you know some of the images uh that for me were iconic shots Mm -hmm used in kanye music videos i was like really oh this really was something that was being filmed for a separate thing yeah thing wow yeah can you give me an example a specific example because i don't again as a non-kanye fan i haven't really watched much of any of it i don't even think of any of his videos i've watched other than like jesus walks but go on I think is mainly mainly from the through the wire music video. Okay. Um so there's the shot of of him sliding down the banister at his old house. Okay. Wow. Um he's like I don't want to grow up. I'm a grown ass kid or something like that. Okay. And they they have that shot of him sliding down the banister inside the I'm actual like, documentary. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and wow. It's like that's one of those shots I always remember and the um the lady in like I guess it was like the the chicken spot or wherever where they were ordering food. Oh yeah, and the, and she was dancing and talking. Yeah, talking about um, what was she talking about again? She talked about, about the, the Jay Z. Yeah, the Jay Z song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Jay Z video, and she was doing yeah. them dance. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, it was. What, what, it was, what was that in? That was also I think the same music video through the wire. Oh, it was in through the wire video. Okay. Yeah. See, I didn't even know that. I should pull that up, but no, nah, we don't have time for that. Wow. Yeah. Okay, that's blessed, y'all. So the yeah. uh, the on when you say that, the thing that jumps out to me is the authenticity of everything. Mm. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's not. I have. You see the man now as this mm-hmm. almost caricature in in pop culture, right? Mm-hmm. He's yeah. this big, non-human, crazy celebrity. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ah, and you, you know if. It, if aliens dropped out of the sky and 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 was observing humanity and they're like, who's this J- mm. J- Kanye person? Then you cannot identify him as a normal human being. Like, I, mm. I don't like to use the word. I don't mean normal as like, <laughs> but I mean just like a down to earth, like a real, like you and I, like common person. Common person. That's the word. That's the yes. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> like, yeah. The th- biggest thing I got out of watching it was that mm. it, it really hum, humanized him to me. Mm. You know, separated him from the the personality, the celebrity, the caricature, pop yeah. culture character, and really made him human. Yeah. You know, as you say, Cootie was uh, filming him before he had his come up. In those, a lot of that footage, um, one of the things that struck out to me was the time they went to the Rockefeller uh offices uh yeah when he decided like he he wanted to <laughs> storm the offices and and yeah. and and they and he decided he to play film. the music yeah <laughs> play the music and just and this is when he's he already produced stuff for jay-z right he already has been producing stuff for many other people so he's yeah. already Pets. 
he's already in the industry. He's not like right. um some like they all know him by first name. Yeah. And, like, he's welcome into the office. He's welcome. He has yeah. complete free reign to walk into the offices and hang out. So it's not like he's yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. So Cootie's filming this and he walks in. He's like, yeah, I need to get signed. Like, I'm ready. Like, I'm going to go play them the demo and we're going to get. And the thing that struck me about that moment and that footage was that, like, even him having that status and that foot in the door at that point, he Mm -hmm. walks into the offices and he's playing, of all songs, Jesus Walks. (laughs) And Jesus Walks, as we all know, is a huge hit. Like, (laughs) as he's playing it, I'm like, bopping my head. I'm like, yeah, G. I'm I'm watching the documentary jamming. Yeah. And yet everyone in that moment in the documentary, in the offices, like he's he's literally playing the song and he's rapping along with the song, performing (laughs) to the girl sitting at the desk. They could care less. Jesus Walks was like white noise in the background. They were just (laughs) focused on their work occasionally looking at him like what's wrong with this guy <laughs> but completely untouched unmoved unfazed by jesus walks the hit song this is yeah. when it was just a demo and it sounded yeah. exactly the same but it meant yeah. nothing to them and he did it to yeah. more than one person and yeah. the thing that struck me about it was that not only his his um tenacity and his you know like belief in himself and to do that but yeah. what struck me more was that as he left in that moment of the tri- of the documentary and yeah. many other moments that were similar within the documentary but in that moment yeah. when he's leaving yeah i personally i could see the dejection and the yeah. and the and the frustration and the hurt in his face yeah consistently yeah. strong even though it. he kept moving and he kept yeah. moving yeah. but he, you can see the emotional effect that it yeah. had on him yeah personally that's what i think i saw and that I, really I, humanized it and made i'm like i could see myself in him in yeah. those moments yeah as a creator I, yeah for real <laughs> you could feel it man you you're you're already connected to these people you, you're you're making mm-hmm. hits you know the production is tight yep. you played them your your song and they're just like okay um you know we're trying to work it's, it's <laughs> yeah, exactly thanks thanks for sharing <laughs> exactly <laughs> like what <laughs> no um, just for anybody who's possibly um sitting in their seat saying how are you not saying anything um i don't i don't remember if he played um both of these songs but i know for certain mm-hmm. he played all falls down in the yep. office yeah he did he played that yeah okay yeah, yeah, because I remember that was the one that he was rapping to the girls. Okay, but I was also I was surprised that both of those songs were from the album. Yeah, and that and, and that they, sounded, they were like they sounded like the album version that I know. Exactly, they sounded and I'm exactly. Like, that's, that's what he's playing to people, and they're not and they're not responding, they're responding like, at all. <laughs> yeah, at and all. that's so that harkens back to what we were talking about in terms of. You know the state of hip hop at right. the time. Okay, and it was like you know he basically was on this battle, saying, "Look, I'm not gonna front like I'm some gangster, right? Just because that's what the industry <laughs> wants, wants right, right now. now, right?" And we we forget that at that time in hip hop, mm. um, his appearance on the scene was strikingly different, right? For that reason, mm. um, 
you know, even showing like from the very beginning of the documentary, the state of hip hop in Chicago. Right. I was like, yo, that was like Toronto. It was just like, I don't care if you're a big city. I don't care if, you know, major artists come through. Yeah. Your own artists are not getting no shine. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We, we yeah. don't take you seriously if you're from this place. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> and yeah, it's it's like... It never, it never occurred to me that, you know, like they even have the conversation about Common being the only one from from Chicago, Chicago that's, that really that's on, yeah, and that even Common didn't get on till he moved to New York, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, oh yeah. snap. <laughs> the thing that struck me about that too, um, or not specific topic, but the same, but something that came out of that was the mm-hmm. fact that um, no ID. Mm. who I think produced stuff for Common or something like that. He either produced stuff for Common or was DJ for Common. No idea yeah. is associated with Common. I know you know, Common's yeah. always... So apparently, yeah, that, that struck me that how the fact that No ID pretty much raised Kanye as the from as producer side of things, taught him how to yeah. produce. Yeah. And the whole incident of Kanye coming back to the city... They're at mm. the, the 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 conference, the music conference in Chicago. As he's yeah. a he's an honored guest, and he's connecting with all his people. No ID yeah. is one of them, and they're yeah. filming footage of him actually hanging out with No ID during the day at the conference. No ID yeah. is dapping him up, and the whole crew is like giving him props. I'm like, yeah, we raised this boy. We're family. Blah blah blah. You know, mm-hmm. and literally the same day, the man goes into the radio station later on the day, and mm. is literally not cussing him uh, what do you call it like basically just basically slapped just, just dissing, him, with, dissing him yeah. all over the radio and talking yeah. about how Kanye is this and that and he made a full song and played the song uh, um, dissing Kanye and played the song on the radio station the same mm. day <laughs> like like and then again, in terms of really humanizing Kanye and really making me like identify with him as a human being, mm-hmm. is like, how do you handle that? Like, mm-hmm. and then Kanye still had the 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 um what's the word I'm looking for? The fortitude and the you know he was able to take the high road and the humility mm-hmm. to still go and talk to the man at the radio station be like yo what's up like why are you dissing me and he just humbly talked to him there was no mm-hmm. like vex there was no like ar- beef no argument no like fighting he just went yeah. and, like why like he just wanted yeah. to know why like you could yeah. see the again the hum- human part of him that this yeah. his mentor really just did that to him yeah and he didn't has no reason understanding why and he just humbly yeah. still talking to him and no idea is still still like slapping him up and like trying to school him and being like, yo, this is what I feel and you didn't I don't like how you're moving and like too bad. Yeah. Like this is what it is. You're still a yeah. young pup to me, no matter how big you are in New York City. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And Kanye just still humbly took it. And this was another one of those moments where I could see the expression on his face as the camera was following him and they left there. Mm. And he still had yeah. to get himself together to go because he had to go to the radio station next and start yeah. talking and do his interview and he just you could see the dejection on his face but yet he was still going still yeah. humble himself and put himself together and go to do his interview and just like you know mm. push for yeah. it 
yeah, yeah. Man, it's it's something else. It's something else for real. Uh, to to be able to to be able to move through that journey the way Kudi put together yes. the the footage and yes. the story of it. Yes. Um and he himself, you know, talking about the experience of just like yo, this guy is is on. How come nobody else is seeing it? How come he's not getting the shine that he deserves, deserves and, yes. and still being driven to to follow knowing that it's going to come. Yes. So it's like yeah, without question, it's inspiring. Um, it's got me intrigued to see the next, next chapter yes. from, from the signing of with Rockefeller onto yep. um, that first leg of his career as a solo artist. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely got me intrigued, and it it's also just um, motivating to think. You know what? There's many of us um, who just want to get on as a producer. Yes, and there's a whole scene in in there where he's talking about, you know, the fact that being a producer is great, but it's not it's not the realization of his vision and his dream. Yeah, right? because he's basically he's a hit maker at this point. Yeah, and he's just like, why won't you take me seriously as a rapper? Exactly, <laughs> and they're just like, you know, you make you make great music. Just keep doing that and be happy. <laughs> exactly, and. And it's like you can feel that bit of a tug of war between um, the way Kanye is identified with this just like constant angst of people don't believe in me. I'm telling yeah. you what I'm saying, and y'all don't want to y'all don't want to give me my my credit and my accolades. But this is how it is, and yeah. I, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like in a sense, it's like it does get annoying. Like even his mom was saying. <laughs> But it's 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 also like my wife says is it's like he he just he keeps delivering at the same time right and it's like he's talking but he's backing it up yeah and it's like so what what do you say then <laughs> <laughs> right um, at least as a producer as an MC mm-hmm. as a creative visionary he's 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 been delivering for decades now yeah exactly yeah. I didn't realize, I didn't realize he actually was. I always knew, or I just got wind to the fact that he started out as a producer only in the last couple of years. Because again, oh, I'm really? not a Kanye fan, so uh, I've just really only known of him as the artist. And only in the last few years, I've just, I've caught wind to this idea mm-hmm. that he was a a a producer primarily mm. for a few for for quite some time before he actually came out as an artist. I didn't even realize it. Wow. But then only now watching the documentary is it actually sunk in and cemented in my head that oh he really mm. was actually like a producer for a while for a lot of people yeah. in the industry. Yeah. Like I thought it was just like talk, but now mm. I know it's like real like yeah, real things, man. I I <clears throat> I remember living the experience mm-hmm. of noticing music videos mm-hmm. that put his name large at the top produced by Kanye West. Wow, I don't remember I that. remember living through that experience okay. being like, yo, this Kanye West guy is producing <laughs> for everybody. <laughs> okay. And that was before his album, his solo thing, career yeah. started. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, man. 
And his production credits, man. Well, I'm looking at them here. One that jumps out at me right out the bat that is shocked I didn't even know. Bigger than hip hop, <laughs> Dead Prez. I had no idea that was him. That's crazy. I didn't know that either. That's crazy. Even the fact that he produced half of the blueprint, I didn't realize. Yeah, I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Encore also he produced. What? What do you see What the heck? Yo, I don't even want to talk about it. It's going to get me vexed. You don't know my name. You don't name, know my Alicia name, Keys. Alicia Keys. What? That's I want crazy. you, Janet Jackson. Now, keep in mind, some of these might not be just him. Right. But still. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Because after he became down. an artist, after he became an artist, I think his production credits started blowing up even more, more as well. Yeah, for sure. All right. So we're running we're running out of time so we're gonna have to even though i don't want to segue we're gonna have to have to <laughs> slowly segue into the, the the wrap up and the last part of this episode of capes and mics but yes overall what's your um i don't even know if i want to do that i was gonna say overall what's your 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 rating on it but i i think the most important takeaway <clears throat> is that it's a it's a worthwhile important story for creative people on a whole yes um and especially music people yes um having the context of 2022 and knowing um how large he is as a presence in the industry yes uh to to be able to see real <clears throat> footage and real scenes mm -hmm. from from that time in his life before he was recognized before he even went to New York and produced his first hit. Yes, for for a major artist. Yeah, having the ability to see that mm -hmm. um, is is really valuable. Yes. I think for for all of us who are creatives, um, in regardless of what we feel about him or his music. Yes, I I think the documentary gives us a great great insight onto what that experience can be like and how much we have to believe in ourselves and yeah. the vision that we've, that we've got. I'm so glad you said that. And it's not even just about believing in ourselves, but even more, more or equally important is that it's, it's a, it's a great insight and lesson for it. As you said, any creative out there who is on this journey, like us on Capes and Mics to produce or pursue greatness in any creative craft and any creative realm in arts and entertainment mm. i'm going to treat this as our motivational moment for this episode of capes and mics and just mm -hmm. put a button in, on it and say that the kanye the kanye documentary genius is must see tv for any of you um if you want to know and learn and see what it's like that you're not alone for real that mm -hmm. even the celebrities the rich and famous that you see now and mm -hmm. the professionals in your field, your craft, whoever they, the giants may be in your, in your realm, they all face rejection and failure the same way we're, you're facing it and we're facing it right mm -hmm. now. But the key is in the case of Kanye, he kept going, 
even in even in even with the disappointment and the the feelings of reject the feeling of rejection he just kept going and mm-hmm. as i think it's a huge lesson for me like i said i took it to heart not only did it humanize him to me and i was really humbled to see that someone like of his caliber actually had that humility all the way through from the beginning but also as i said the lesson the motivational moment is to just keep going in spite of um and that's kind of how i want to wrap up this episode um Mm. as we segue to the end of the show i want to i want to talk about um the young shell ep um Mm. in contrast or in relationship to this lesson i've learned from the, the kanye um documentary as you know cdh Craig Live, we've been working, I've been working to put out the Young Shell EP for eons now, it feels like, <laughs> for two yeah. years. Um, we celebrated the last episode of Capes and Mics. We celebrated the official um, completion or release, at least on Bandcamp, of the um, modified version of the album, which we've turned into the Young Shell EP, six song yeah. EP. And I've been excited and I was very glad to share that with you listeners if you're a brand new listener go back to the last episode you can hear preview of my young shell ep that nine o's vibe um yeah six songs on the ep but we we, we premiered three of them on the last episode but mm-hmm. in, to, in in as it relates to you know being disappointed and setbacks and and having the wherewithal to continue the the ep has been plagued with that um the last two months have been played with setback after setback the ep should have been on spotify and all the streaming platforms from two months ago we tried to get it done by this in the end of december we started Mm -hmm. the process the first single i did just wrapped um two years ago summer went without a hitch like it was one time it's like press the button i completed loaded it up and everything and a couple days later it was live on spotify but for whatever reason, the Young Shell EP, since the end of December when I've been trying to do it, has been nothing but problem after problem and keep t- giving me this error and that error and I've had to resubmit it three three or four times now. Anyways, mm. my point is, in spite of all of the setbacks and I've just, in spite of my frustration, I've been pressing on and I'm proud and happy to announce for everybody that... And now, in addition to Bandcamp, it is officially available on Spotify. I just discovered a couple of days ago that it's finally live on Spotify um, <laughs> after all the stress and turmoil. Yes. Um, the full EP, if you just go on Spotify and type in Young Shell, as I just did here, um, I should probably be playing something in the background while it's... Right. Uh, ooh. What's that? My bad, my bad. That's super loud. <laughs> Let me just turn that way down, way down. As a matter of fact, I'll just play it from here. Um, this version. Uh, that way. Here we go. All right. Live on Spotify. Live on Spotify. What you're hearing in the background is the um, the first track on the Young Shell, that Nine O's EP. The Nine O's. And um, um, we just um, very excited that it's now live on Spotify. And I just want everybody to support the podcast and support me by going on Spotify and adding it to your playlist, sharing it with anybody that you know that might like it or 
you've been remotely interested in Toronto music or new emerging artists or any of that stuff, um, yeah. you know, um, I don't know. It's it's not it ain't, it's not Jesus walks. It ain't Kanye West <laughs> by, by any stretch of the imagination. But this is the beginning of my journey. Yes, it is that Nino's vibe, and it's the beginning of my journey, Young Shell. And you could be one of the people that said, I was there when. (laughs) I was there in the beginning, Young Shell. (laughs) Ten years from now, five years from now, you could be like, yeah, I put put my peoples onto that. Mans was sleeping on this, yo, but trust me, Young Shell, trust me, man, trust me, man. No, yeah. I'm just bugging out. But no, for real, I would appreciate any support that you guys can give me. If you're a listener of the Capes and Mike's podcast, you've been following the journey. You know this is what it's all about. This podcast exists primarily for me to share um, my creative works because we all know as creatives, there's no point in creating if, if it's not being shared. We create for the sole purpose of sharing it and reaching out to the world and letting people enjoy and be touched by our art so head out to spotify if you are on spotify you have spotify connect with that dinos vibe rate it add it to your playlist full six song ep and i'll even just put it out there you won't know but there are even bonus tracks on there as well um one last other thing i want to say is um crap what did i want to say about it ah Yes, so it, my people on Apple Music, unfortunately, I thought it was on Apple Music. It was submitted to Apple Music and all the other streaming platforms at the same time. Um, I apologize. I don't know why, but <laughs> it's not on there right now, apparently. I, I made the announcement. I, I sent the link to everybody a couple of days ago. I'm like, yeah, it's on Spotify. That means it's on Apple and everything. And then a couple of people got hit me up. Hit me up. We're like, yo, it's not on Apple Music. I can't find it. So... I apologize. Um, hold tight for all of you out there that are uh, part of the Apple tribe. I'm praying and knocking on wood it will be there soon. But in the meantime, like I said, cop it on Spotify. Check it out on Spotify. Um, the entire album as well is available on Bandcamp. Go on Bandcamp and you can again Google or sorry, search for Young Shell and you'll get the whole album there and you can actually support um, financially by downloading it there if you'd like to. And again, there's a couple videos on the Capes and Mike YouTube channel. You can check out at least three or four of the songs from the album on the Capes and Mike YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube and type in Capes and Mikes and you'll find my YouTube channel and the playlist for there's a separate playlist for the entire album there as well called that Nino's vibe with a couple uh, fun facts that we shared through last episode as yeah. we did the preview listening party um, yeah that's about it that's how I'm gonna leave it at that for now um, this is the end of this episode of capes and mics and um, young young show <laughs> Craig live I want to thank you for participating again, as always, and hanging out with your big bro um, slash yeah. creative conspirator of many times, many ways. <laughs> um, I hope everybody enjoyed this episode. Anything you want to say before we go out? Any last things? You have three minutes. Um, it's great to be on a full season of Capes and Mike's pod. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking forward to what the new season is going to bring in and open up for uh young shell one creative yes. craig live yes and all the others yes 
um as very much looking forward to that uh hero mantics anthology mm. yeah um i appreciate that appreciate that um as craig live just alluded to we're going to segue into sort of a new season of capes and mics on the next episode i'm not going to go into details right now but this is the un pretty much the official end of season two of capes and mics and we're going to change the format yet again <laughs> beginning with the next episode and i'll go into the details then um for many different reasons we're, we're going into season three with new format but i will just say um in my wrapping up for this episode and this season the one thing that i hope you will all take away from this continually regardless of the season regardless of the format regardless of the episode topic the one thing that will always be consistent is the other reason I'm doing this show is to inspire and motivate and encourage all my other fellow create independent creatives out there who who are looking for a place to come and listen to a show where you can get insight and motivation and understanding that you're not alone. And I like to hopefully motivate everybody through every episode that I do with whether it be through an actual motivational moment with a specific discussion or a word of inspiration or just in general, just by sharing my story and letting you guys see, you know, the ups and downs and the nitty gritty disappointment moments and the celebrate celebratory moments that you can be motivated and understand that if you are on your independent creative journey, you're not alone and you can continue to press through. And yeah, <laughs> this is this, this that's what it's about. That's what Capes and Mics is really about. And what's what Henry Young Shell is about. And yeah, thanks for tuning in. Hope you'll come back for season three on the next beginning of season three in the next episode. And until then, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. So I'll just, I'll just end it like that. <laughs> no matter how young or how old you are, just never stop dreaming and keep reaching for the stars. Peace out. Capes and mics. Peace out. Yeah.